0: Relationships make the world go round, and they make or break your business reputation. If you want more sales, it's time to understand how mastering relationships increases your value. Here's your host and DFW's Relationship Master, Paul Russo.
1: Welcome to Relationship Mastery. I'm Paul Russo, your Relationship Master, and today I'll be talking about risk management, risk assessment with Maria Scamardo. She is a virtual risk officer with Praxis. Of course, we'll be touching on some other things just besides security. So welcome to the show.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, it's been a while since we've talked, and things have changed just out in the world itself. And uh, what, well, we've known each other for six years?
2: Yep, about six years. And
1: building the relationship is what we're going to be talking about, and we've been doing that for six years on and off, because not... Every relationship is constant, constant, constant. It's we. I find that we move people in and out of circles.
2: Yes, we we met at a completely different circles, about fifty miles away from here. Yeah, so. pretty
1: much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and here we are, and we both um, have changed in what we do, and and but kept in contact in our own way. Social media has helped, and uh, keeping in contact yeah, that way and
1: follow up. You know, we do. I do follow up with cards and building relationships that way, and just kind of keeping keeping up with the people. So how did you, give me just a really quick, how did you get into what you're doing currently? And
2: Okay, that's a good question. So I was um, transitioning. I was helping businesses also grow at some point, and I found um, a information security company, and I built a relationship with the people there, and they found value in what I was doing. And the next thing I know, I'm I'm knee-deep into information security and talk about networking. Networking in a totally different circle than I had before. Previously, I had networked with other business owners and small businesses, and I found myself networking with information security professionals and executives in that way.
1: And you you mentioned networking several times, and that's that's what it's about. Building relationships requires networking. So, how would you go about approaching when you were transitioning into the network security? How would you meet up with these people? What would you do? How would you present yourself as a, not so much, hey, I'm selling my services or I want you to buy something, but I want to get to know you. I want you to get to know me so we can learn about each other.
2: Well, when I was networking with, um, part of it is knowing your audience, knowing who you're talking to, um, and you know, what can you offer them and what can you learn from people? So in some circles, when I was networking, I was asking for advice. I was asking, you know, what's worked for you, what's not worked for you and built a relationship that way. You'd be surprised. Some of those relationships have fast forward two to three years have become working relationships. Um, They've seen my growth and I've grown with them. So that that's worked that way with people that I thought could use services, um, I really just added value with educating them with, you know, my my expertise on it. I studied a lot. And I when I, back to how I got into this, I did a lot of research and started studying information security itself. And once I was able to have that knowledge and how it applies to some businesses or to, you know individuals I was able to give them education on it and and tips so I kept those relationships that way one of
1: the interesting things you just said was that when you talk to people that basically they needed to know what they needed to know how did you keep up with people that you thought well they probably need a little little education a little more tips how do you after a conference because we talked about you would go to conferences. How do you? How would you keep up with the people that you met, whether they're the influencer or just the person that you think would benefit from more information? Because the relationship is not—it's not the sell; it's the information. It's the abundance, as we just found out from one of our audience members. How did you keep up with people? How do you keep up with people, especially now?
2: So, the same old-fashioned. Let's trade business cards. Approach, you know, because you're moving fast, especially in conferences, you're meeting, you could meet up to five people in, in an hour. So, really paying attention to that person. Connecting on the spot is good so that you know if there's already, you know, a connection there, if somebody that you'll be able to form even a friendship with, you know, later down the road. And getting those business cards, writing notes on them is really important because your memory is your memory. And then at the end of the day, looking at them, going through them, writing notes about it. A lot of people use CRMs to keep up with it. I have a CRM that I'm not amazing at using, um, but I, I do keep the notes and, and make sure that I follow up with an immediate email at the end of the day. It was really nice meeting you. When can we follow up? If it's someone that I would like to continue a conversation with, because when you're networking and meeting that many people, You can't have that one hour one-on-one. So doing that immediate email, it was really, really nice meeting you. When do you have time to meet again?
1: Exactly. It was kind of funny you brought that up because I was in a meeting last night when I turned on my computer this morning to get the emails out first. Someone already beat me to it. (laughs) He was up at midnight sending emails saying it was nice to meet you. And you you make a really good point because a lot of people when they go to conferences, they'll get the business cards and they'll just set them aside. And they say, well, I get to them eventually. And then they don't. And then they forget who it is and they haven't made any notes. And all that is just working and prepping and, and putting yourself out there so that way they do remember you. So that way you can start the relationship. Because like you said, just meeting for five minutes, handshaking, and moving on is not a relationship. And, you know, just work in a room. You know, we always have to work a room. I will say I have a business card. I'm trying to figure out who the person is. But... It happens, even even to the best of us, you know.
2: It, it does happen, and that's that's a good point as well. It's not just them remembering me; it's me remembering them. Those emails that I send with that little bit of of information of how I met them and what we were talking about, so we can continue that conversation. And that's the other part. It's, it's personable. It's not we're not robots, you know, interacting. It is very personal, one on one. Then that's how you build that relationship and that friendship. In fact, I was at one conference where um, it was a woman at a booth for, um, I want to say it was a a construction company or one of those big builders, and she said, I meet so many people and I really want to continue this conversation. Can you please, in the email, remember that I was wearing a red scarf and mention it in the email so that I know that you met me here and you're not just a cold call?
1: See? That's cool. I never really thought about something like that. So, with that, we have to go to our sponsors. So, we'll be right back with Relationship Mastery.
0: We'll be right back with Relationship Mastery Podcast after these messages. Remember to subscribe to the OBBM Network on Spotify. How'd you like to be more efficient and more secure when you transact money in your business? Hey, Debo Payment Solutions helps you keep as much as possible when money moves through your company. If you get in a hurry or you have limited information about a card you're processing, you're spending way more for that transaction than you may realize. Go to debopay.com to work with live, local people who can help you think through the best solution for your environment, your type of business, and the number of anticipated transactions. People think all payment gateways are the same, but with Debo Pay, that's D-A-B-O-W-P-A-Y.com, Debo with a W, you can retain more of your hard-earned dollars. Debo Payment Solutions offers consultative education, a customized process, helping you improve the way money moves through your company so you can keep more of it. Go to D-A-B-O-W-P-A-Y.com to get started today. DaboPay.com
3: At Work Suites, get back to work your way. Business addresses, co working, executive office suites, we really thrive on helping small businesses expand their horizons from simply working out of their home. What's really nice is we're flexible with our terms. We don't require you to sign a lease with us, go month to month, or stay a couple of years. You may only need a part time space. You'll have a full kitchen, cover garage access. This is the ideal way to work through the transition in your business and get you up to speed quickly. Private offices have dedicated Wi-Fi, furniture, 24 seven access. Call 888-445-9675 and check us out at workspeets.com. Members access all of our locations throughout DFW and Houston. A significant advantage for meeting clients on their terms. We won't nickel and dime you, Go to worksuites.com or call 888-445-9675 to schedule your tour. You're going to love it here. 888-445-9675.
1: Welcome back to Relationship Mastery with Maria Scamardo. You had mentioned on our last segment the lady that you had met that said, hey, please tell me that I was wearing a red scarf because she really wanted to talk to you. And you mentioned it was a, a business conference. So, What do you do with like current technology such as, you know, LinkedIn and some of those things? How do you use those in order to tell people who you are, to work, to get people to, you know, ask you questions?
2: So the beauty of LinkedIn is that you have your profile with the basic information on your profile. So even when I have found that I've reached out to people that I have met in person and I've reminded them how we met and what our conversation was about, I will notice that they'll go to my profile to remind themselves who I am. And that's actually makes me smile whenever I see that they've, you know, on LinkedIn, you can see if somebody's looked at your profile because I I noticed that they were interested in what I was saying. They were intrigued and it wasn't a cold LinkedIn message, which we all get a million of, and mm-hmm. I, I'm actually quite against the, I know that's probably not something I should say, um, but there's a lot of people that I know that hate cold emails and uh, texts on LinkedIn of trying to sell to you. And, and so it's keeping them from reading messages that aren't cold. So I, I see that they've gone to look at my profile, seen who I am, and then will respond. <laughs>
1: And that's why we're calling this Relationship Mastery, because you said it. I hate to get cold calls. I hate to be sold to. And one of the things I've learned in LinkedIn is if I wanted to friend you on LinkedIn, it's always great to put a message along with the request. So just like request. And they're like, who's that? Say, Maria, this is Paul Russo. I saw you on LinkedIn. I'm interested in what you have to offer or you're a friend of mine. Let's connect and so those are much better intros to build a relationship than just the cold, connect with me. And I received one yesterday. He says, hey, I noticed we're doing the same thing together. I'm out of town, but I'd sure like to connect with you so we can just follow up. So it gives me an idea of why he wants to connect with me. And to me, that's how you start a relationship. There, There should be some kind of connection or you should try to find some kind of connection. And, you know, LinkedIn... They are, it's who knows who.
2: Absolutely. And on, on that note, with, with that story, on LinkedIn, I've had people reach out to say the same thing where I was looking at your profile, you came up as somebody I should connect with. And do you want to set up a one-on-one just so we can we can see if there's any way we can help each other or join networks? During a quarantine, at the height of quarantine, I actually had one lady say, I... Was going through my connections list and I realized I don't know half of these people. So I want to have a virtual one on one with you if that would be okay. And we had a great conversation, uh, realized we had a lot in common and could help each other down the line and continue a conversation. Likewise, um, I don't love Facebook personally, but um, I've joined groups that talk about the subjects that. I can I can add value to, and I've had people reach out saying, I really enjoyed that comment. I'd like to connect with you, and let's have a one-on-one. I've made friends with people all over the United States during quarantine, um, where we are in the same field figuring out how to help each other, and, and we're all business owners and small business owners doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, and quarantine, when everyone thinks of quarantine, they're thinking, you know, I'm at home in the dark watching Netflix. And it's like, but people don't realize that, you know, Zoom's been around and some of these other technologies. And it's a great way to actually visually see someone, even though a lot of us, like you and I, myself, we like to actually be person to person. But being able to build relationships across not only the United States, but across the world. And just reaching out and finding out about more people. There's a friend of mine, he does uh, comedy. And so his business got shut down. Well, because of his profile on LinkedIn, he's teaching comedy to a group in South Africa and a group in England. And people say, how did that happen? It's like, well, because I have a good LinkedIn profile. And they were looking for comedy instructors. And so he's able to build a relationship outside of just DFW because he was always in person. And people don't realize that relationships are great in person, but the world is so connected. You can build a relationship anywhere and you'd be surprised how many people you know that know someone that's in another country that may be needing, you I, know, it could be as simple as a question.
2: I've had experience with that. One One person that reached out um, was out of the UK who was starting um, a cybersecurity marketplace. They want to be able to be a go-to referral. Speaking of networking, a go-to referral for all types of cybersecurity in every realm like I'm in governance risk compliance and and they were looking for people that did governance risk and compliance that they could add to their network so they could add value to everybody. And he's, he's out of the, out of England. So,
1: right. I mean, it's, we're really a small world now. You know, I think the Disney thing, I'm not going to sing for you, but
2: (laughs) you can, if you want to (laughs) No,
1: that that's okay. (laughs) They probably get booted off the network. I want to go a little further beyond just the relationship to what has that done in your friendship realm? You know, because we start selling, we start relationships. Has that converted into like real friendships?
2: I would, I really like to say that because I've been networking and building relationships now for about six years, some of my best friends have come from networking and they're my best referral partners, but they're also socially some of my best friends. Um, I was, telling you the story of somebody that I met six years ago, became such a good friend. Um, they had just had their first baby when I met them. They're on their third now. and well, that's, that's true. Yeah, I've seen that post. <laughs> and, and they're on their third right now. Um have a great relationship with the whole family and um, has even become part of my support system personally and, and socially.
1: Oh, That's cool. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and, and it is... You know, always when we get into these great conversations, we have to break for our sponsors. But the sponsors are important. (laughs) The sponsors keep us on air. And so let's take a break and hear from a couple of our sponsors.
0: We'll be right back with Relationship Mastery Podcast after these messages. Remember to subscribe to the OBBM Network on Spotify. When it's time to perform, it's too late to practice. First Safety Training in DFW supports local communities and churches through firearms training and nonviolent dispute resolution training. Understand the laws related to weapons and deadly force, handgun use and safety, and proper storage practices. A trained and licensed gun carrying citizen will react quicker to protect themselves and others. Call 214-808-9757 to schedule your introduction to handguns, license to carry, active shooter, church security, and survival training. Be prepared for the best possible outcome of a weaponized attack. Make sure the law is on your side in the event deadly force is necessary. Call 214-808-9757 and work with former law enforcement trainers and range officers. Meet all municipal, county, state, and federal regulations. Understand your gun and how to care for it properly. Call First Safety Training at 214-808-9757 today. Introducing IV Hookup. IV treatments have been the standard of care used for
3: years to deliver intravenous hydration treatment to patients. Our medical director has created a safe, industry standard protocol to efficiently support your wellness through IV vitamin hydration, including options for athletic performance, mood enhancement, general wellness, and hangover recovery. IV Hookup now offers full-spectrum COVID-19 testing at reasonable prices. This means we can get you and your staff tested in a quick time frame. Are you hosting a group event? We can provide a customized package for IV treatment and COVID testing as well. IV Hookup is everything you need to both stay healthy and approve it.
0: Go to ivyhookup.com to order yours and we'll bring it right to you. That's ivyhookup.com. Welcome
1: back. Another segment with my friend, Maria Scamardo. So in our last segment, you mentioned our mutual friend that you now do business with, that you're just friends outside of the business, but it actually turned into business.
2: Yes. Um, so because of our uh, friendship, I'm a client. I refer, you know, business that way. And when they see an opportunity for me, they they refer business to me.
1: So when someone refers, walk me through the steps to help people understand really what your process is. If I refer someone to you, how do you handle the referral I give you? Because to me, that's currency.
2: It it is currency. But but first, it's still that relationship. I'm very, very happy that I'm the first person that they thought of to refer. Sometimes you're not the first person. Sometimes it's, you know, one of three people and they go, here are three options, you know, Call them as, as you wish. Sometimes those industries where there's a lot of people that do what you do. But when I do have a referral, I am I think that the ultimate way to appreciate it and to say thank you is to really service that client as best as possible. This was a referral. Somebody liked you, knows you, and trusted you enough to refer to you, and the best thank you is servicing that cl- that referral to the best of your ability and making sure it's a good experience, secondly, is to go back to the person that referred to you and and say thank you. whether it worked out or not, just thank you so much for thinking of me and letting them know that what they did is appreciated and and helped two people.
1: right you know you may do business, you may not like you said, but you've they've made a connection and you've appreciated them for that, and that's that whole relationship It all goes back to the relationship because if they don't know that you actually contacted the person, they'll be going, so did Maria ever actually get in contact with that person? And it puts a little awkwardness in there because they don't want to say, hey, Maria, did you call someone? Like, oh, well, I forgot. You know, we get we get busy. It's not a bad thing necessarily, but it's, it's the art of follow-up.
2: It is, and when I first started, I have to admit I was not great at, at getting back, and I had luckily one person who was patient with me. And he actually referred quite a bit to me at the, at the very beginning. And he would, he would follow up with me because that's his personality. Did you ever get a hold of such and such? And i go, oh man, I forgot. Um, and that really sparked me to go, people care when they refer and they want to know that they've added value to that life, you know, to that business, to whatever, and that you are a good referrer or they'll stop referring you
1: yeah that's true so let's talk about mentors and mentorship so this person is like maria did you do this maria did you do that maria maria and you're going like, oh yeah, yeah 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 so how does people like that instead of like bugging you but bugging you to a point to try to help you how does that mentorship and who are
2: who, who are those people well, yeah part and of how have they mentored you part of it is just That accountability. It's not nagging. It's not, you know, bugging you. It's holding you accountable for benefits for mentorship and your network and your circle and people that that hold you accountable. So sometimes in your business, you can't see the forest for the trees and those people that are around you that are in your network and you communicate and have these relationships with can look at what you're doing objectively and help point things out that you can't see for yourself. At that moment,
1: right, and as you gain in your knowledge, do you find yourself being that mentor to other people?
2: Absolutely, it's it's one of those things. Again, all of this is our relationships and helping people when they when they tell me their struggles. Go, oh, well, it's easy to me. It's very clear what you should do, but again, they can't see it because they have everything on their shoulders for their own business and you can bring some clarity to them.
1: Mm, that's good. So Maria, I have one last question for you as we segment ends. What kind of books do you read?
2: Well, I would love to tell you that I'm this great person that loves to read um personal growth books. I try, I've worked I've read some some good ones um lately, but I when I read, sometimes I wanna get away. And um I like short stories and I like because I don't have that much time to read, even though I really think it's good to read. And I wish I had more time for it. I like books that are my personality and take me away for a little bit and make me laugh. So I read things like David Sedaris, which is somewhat of a dark comedy. <laughs> but when I do read uh, self-help and, and those things, I've, the latest book I've been reading is Rework. Okay. So it's different. It is. A, it takes entrepreneurship and spins it, and it's been interesting to read as well.
1: Well, that's great. I mean, it's we do struggle with reading. I've forcing myself. I'm reading 10x, and uh, I've got a. I've got a couple. My mom gave me a book, believe it or not, but uh, self help self books. But sometimes you need to get outside of your your venue and read something like you said. It makes you laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to remember that it's not all about business. You know, it's the title of our show, it's about relationships. And sometimes you need to step back and just take some time to yourself. You know, do some kind of you want to call it self relationship where you're just your own quality time.
2: That and and you want to have speaking of relationships and networking and talking, have the other things to talk about other than business with your network. You know, find other points of interest. Of I read this book; it was really funny. Or I went hiking, and this is a really great spot. And you'll find that as you're building these relationships, you have so much in common with other people that you can connect on different points that aren't business, which only <laughs> Enhances the relationship.
1: It is, and that's where when we take it from selling to relationships to personal, that's where that personal side gets in, and you find out all kinds of things about people, and and you just never know how that is going to build and further your relationship. So, with that being said, that was my last question. I'll I'll, I'll hold to that. I'm not going <laughs> to you know make you do something else with another question, but I appreciate you coming in. Thank um, you again I, for having me. It was it was great to see you. It's been a long time you know so stoking that relationship getting that mastery back into into play and you've been listening to relationship mastery
0: You've been listening to Relationship Mastery Podcast with host Paul Russo. To work with Paul, call 972-849-7958 and discover practical tools you can use to master relationships in golf, follow-up, and direct sales. Relationship Mastery Podcast is produced by Offbeat Business Media LLC for the OBBM Network and syndicated across multiple podcast networks, including Spotify. Unauthorized use of the OBBM Network brand is expressly prohibited. But you can reach out to Offbeat Business Media at 214. 214- 7140495 for authorization, guest, sponsor and programming information.